Good day, humans. What's a good word? Chris Hunter here with Fruity Alex for another edition of the Wrap. How you doing, my friend? I'm fantastic, man. Um, summer's really over here. It's starting to get real chilly, and this is the first time, like, in my thirties that, like, the cold weather hits and I start aching in my joints and stuff. It's like, oh no, I'm getting real old. <laughs> Well, speaking of the cold, can you send some my way? Because it's still 30 up here. Uh, I miss the heat, so yeah, I'd happily swap. Okay. We'll go <laughs> on a, a talent exchange program. I'm sure we'll just have to wrap by Miss E first. <laughs> yeah. No, no, she'd probably... Actually, no, she likes the cold weather, so yeah, no, I'll probably get in trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose a bit of a quite a week in the world of uh, of wrestling. Um. We were talking about the uh, the Hall of Fame to close out the show last week, and uh, if any names would be announced, and uh, as I turn on my screen share here, we uh, got the first name announced for the class of 2023. Who's that jumping out the sky, R-O-N, Mastrio? Um, <laughs> yeah, Ron Mastrio. Ah, yes, um... Do you think, one, Kevin Nash will be inducting him? (laughs) I mean, who do you get to induct him? Like, the rumor is that Conan is, which would be crazy, because Conan in a WWE setting. Did Conan ever spend time in WWE? Like, he had, like, a few months as Max Moon in the early 90s. Yeah, but I mean, after WCW fell. No, no. So the last great holdout of the Monday Night War. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it practically is. Um, so that'll be nice to see. But do you think he's the be- best option? Yes. Do you think that WWE would be like, oh, yeah, sure, have Conan? Or do you think they'd be like, hey, we need someone with a bit more name value? Because I I can see it. Because there's no chance in hell it'll be Dominic. Because if they do, if they have Dominic induct him, Say the night before they're gonna have a match at WrestleMania. I fucking hate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially because of the storyline. Like, in, like in years prior, like when Ric Flair was still active and he was about to retire, and they cut to Shawn Michaels in the crowd clapping him. That made sense. It wasn't a we hate each other deal. This one. Like, I don't even want to see Dominic at the Hall of Fame. Like, he should just no-show it. Or he could do what uh, Daniel Bryan did the time the New Day inducted whoever it was, and Daniel Bryan's just sitting there scouring. Oh, no, well, they, they, it was Booker T and Harlem Heat getting inducted, and um, they've shown New Day in the crowd, and everyone's cheering because of Kofi, and then they craft to Daniel Bryan, he's there, just got his big scowl and look on his face. Oh, man, that, you that'd be good. That. 
where they're starting off like Dominic sat in a in a far back section with Judgment Day. Yeah, you could do that. You could do that. Um, I suppose if uh, Rhea goes to the Hall of Fame, does Buddy attend? Oh, man. If Rhea goes into the Hall of Fame, I think we're already at the point where it has to be Dominic that inducts her. No, no, I meant attends the Hall of Fame this year. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. Um, I think, like, already, though, into the future when Rhea goes in. Um, but I think I think Buddy will be there, maybe. Uh, maybe not, maybe not. It'll be interesting to see, like, because uh, we all saw the... I don't know if you actually did see the footage from the Rumble. Um, there was photos of Ricky Starks backstage at the Rumble. Just, oh, supporting, cool. just supporting Cody. Because him and Cody are real close. It'll be interesting to see, like, uh, which AEW guys Cody's dr- drug along to the Hall of Fame this year. Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but... Uh, back to the Ray thing, I can see WWE being like, hey, Ray, like, we get it, you love Conan, but um, that's not a draw. How about someone else that your career's been tied to, like an edge or, well... The young, real um, one would be Eddie, but he's passed. Yeah, well, I was going to suggest Batista, but if Batista was available, he probably would have been going into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Batista's here at the Hall of Fame to induct Rey Mysterio, but not himself. Yeah, yeah. So, but Batista would make sense. Um, even like a Chavo or something, but that's still not a draw. But actually, Vicky would be a bigger draw than Chavo. Um, oh, Chavo. I mean, hey, at least Vicky... He's a big draw in Aubrey Wodonga. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, well, Vicky hasn't had to resort to wrestling in Aubrey yet. <laughs> uh, one day. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I was genuinely flabbergasted that Ray's going in. Yeah, I, I did not expect this. Um, obvious accolades here, one-time WWE champ. Do you remember who he defeated for that? Uh, the Miz. Okay. Two-time world heavyweight champ, the big gold. Yeah, uh, I can't remember who he beat the second time, but I'm pretty sure he lost it to Kane. I remember him having that match at one night stand against Sabu and the table breaks and they call a match stoppage. Yeah, that was, the f- that was the first world title reign. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who he beat for the... I think he beat Swagger. Ooh. Yeah, that probably sounds about right. Yeah, Uh, it's around that time period. I'm going to quickly pull up the fact machine on this. Okay. Two-time IC champ. I remember one of those reigns came at the cost of uh, JBL's career. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Two-time WWE United States champion. Yeah. Two-time WCW and WWE Cruiserweight champion. So that's a belt that lasted until 2007, 2008. Yep. Surprised they never put the new Cruiserweight title on, Ray. 
probably give that a bit of a boost. I don't, uh, I think he like wasn't in the company when it was around. Before it got shafted to NXT, yeah, that's probably a good point. Yeah, I think he wasn't there. Uh, four-time WWE Tag Team Champions. That's the uh, belt that's currently on Raw. Uh, that's where that winage goes. Um, uh, who? Edge? Uh, Dominic? Yeah. Who, who else? I'm just trying to have a look. I'm trying because they'll have tag partners listed um, in championships. WWE tag team Rob Van Dam. Oh, yeah, Batista. Eddie Batista. SmackDown tag champs was with Dominic. Right. Uh, let's see. I what do else? not remember Rob Van Dam and Ray holding tag belts. Uh, free time. WCW World Tag Team Champion. Do you remember who that's with? Kidman. Oh, WCW Tag Team Champs. Uh, no, World Tag. So one with Kidman and two other tag partners. Fuck me. Um, Conan. Yep. You probably won't get this last one, but he's a a Mark Must. Luchador, who I believe Ray wrestled at the first one night stand. Psychosis? Oh, okay. I'm probably mixing up my Luchadors up. Hooventude. Right. Yeah, no. Uh, Hooventude never, ca- never came back to WWE for the one <laughs> night stand. Um, yeah, they hated him. Um, I, I don't recall Hoovy and Ray holding belts. That's cool. Yeah, WCW. And, uh, yeah. Plus being a one-time WCW Cruiserweight Tag Team Champion. Of course. Was that with Kidman as well? Yes. And the rumour goes that um, Ray is still in possession of that title belt. Once WCW closed and WWE didn't want to pick up those titles, he still had possession of it. Yeah, and as the rumour goes, if WCW had one more pay-per-view, AJ Styles was going to get it. Oh. <laughs> so, so we could live in a universe where AJ Styles held gold in WCW. So what was the April pay-per-view normally for WCW? Spring Stampede. Okay. You do... Start a raid against filthy. But, but in, two, in 2001, they completely threw out their pay per view format and, like, instead of sold out, they had like sin and greed. Yeah, and that was like that. seven deadly sins type thing. Yeah, so I wonder if that pay per view was going to be lost. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's a podcast, I can't remember if it's Bischoff or Russo talking about the ideas they had. Jeez, yeah, that company. Uh, anyway, so yes, one Hall of Fame announced, um, and Ric Flair's going on the bump overnight, um, Wednesday night, Thursday morning, Australian time, as we're recording, to announce the second inductee. And the rumours floating around are two people. Um, yeah. One is Stacey Keebler. I which... thought she went in. Hey? she went in. No, I don't think she is. Being inducted Tori Wilson. 
in 2020. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other rumour, which would make a lot more sense for Ric Flair to announce, is Lex Luger. Sexy Lexi, get in. Which, which I would love because, say what you want about him, he was over as fuck in the 90s. Like, so- in WCW, like in 96... Like, he was over as fuck. Yeah, the build was all about Sting at that point. But Lex Luger was the one that was getting beat up by the NWO every week. So he was the one that the crowd started getting behind. So they Mm. had no choice then to put the belt on Luger. Which sort of fucked Sting over. Because... Um it would have meant a lot more if Sting finally has his match with Hogan and beats Hogan and Hogan's been champ for like two years. But, um, yeah, they had no choice. So it would be great if it's Luger. And the other Dark Horse rumour I've seen is that Flair's going to announce Sid. But, (laughs) But why the fuck would someone who's so close to Arn Anderson, announced the Hall of Fame induction of Sid, the guy that literally stabbed Arn Anderson in a bar. Wait, uh, kayfabe? No, no. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Is that the um, the scissors thing that yeah. um, Bischoff goes on about? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> The funny thing is, he stabs Art Anderson with scissors, gets fired by WCW, comes to the WWF, becomes world champ. <laughs> is um, is that why uh, uh, after that, always carries his Glock on him? Uh, you don't bring <laughs> scissors to a gunfight. <laughs> oh goodness! But um, yeah, pretty pretty good uh potential inductees there. Um, you just have to assume it's a WCW person that Flair's going to announce. Yeah. Uh, unless it's like Batista. But I, I really doubt someone of Batista's magnitude is getting announced to be in the Hall of Fame on the bump. <laughs> yeah, we're seeing Stranger Things. Yeah, no, good show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose we must talk NXT Standard Deliver coming up in a few weeks. Um, so did you catch a NXT roadblock end of the line? Uh, I just saw the segment I wanted to see. Okay, uh, so give me a moment here as I bring this up and this thing has a complete mental breakdown while trying to load on my computer <laughs> because that's always handy. Uh, NXT, what the heck's the date? Roadblock, thank you. Um, yeah, so about halfway through, uh, we have, what is it, the Grayson Waller effect, and Grayson's there, and he calls out the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, and he's doing his usual Grayson stick, saying, oh, you're all fans of HBK, aren't you? You're all all fanboys, you all want to pose with HBK and chant along and sing the song which they were singing after the music stopped. And this whole promo, you know, it's it's building quite nicely. And Sean's talking about how people have backed up truckloads of money to him. And, you know, I'm thinking, oh, okay. 
we're actually going there. And we're going there, and we're going there. And then Grayson's like, yeah, yeah, well, I want to match with you. And Sean's like, oh, yeah, well, my entire career, everyone's talked about having a dream match with me. And your take, uh, your stand and deliver match is going to be with this man. Johnny fucking Gargano. Where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> I mean, it makes sense story-wise. I will say it makes sense, but the amount of WWE people, uh, fans, I've seen calling this long-term storytelling, no, get the fuck out. No, no. You you can't just, like, tell, like, a chapter of a story and then wait a year and a bit and then tell another chapter of the story and say that it's long-term storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. If... If Grayson had been hinting the entire time while poking Sean, saying, oh, I'm not your favourite, like, Johnny, am I? And just constantly poking him that Johnny's not there anymore. Yeah. And Johnny comes out, like, to defend Sean to save him from, like, a beatdown. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. This just came out of left field. I thought, okay, maybe we're getting... Um, I was going to say swerve there for a moment. I uh, Camelo Hayes. <laughs> Um, well, that that wouldn't make sense either because he's the number one contender. Um, who's North American champ at the moment? Uh, Wesley. Yes, I thought okay, maybe we'll get Wesley. You know, North American champ's not really got anything announced at the moment. Yeah. Maybe maybe we're going to get someone new, like you know, Dragon Lee's in the crowd. Uh, okay, maybe not him. Maybe someone else. Yeah, like. Carl Fredericks or whatever the fuck his name is now. Um, yeah, I, I don't even remember it. I don't want to say it because I get completely wrong. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, Chase Hughes not doing anything. Put him in a match against Duke. Yeah. I, I think the sh- I, I I love Duke. Love Elliot Sexton. The ship has sailed on him. Oh. <laughs> I think I think the ship has sailed on him unless they fucking. Hurry up and get to the inevitable him beating the shit out of Andre Chase. <laughs> yeah. Um, so on paper, this is must win for Grayson, who's lost his last two big matches. Yeah. But on the other side of the coin, it's a main roster guy who was on Raw yesterday who's coming down to developmental, as the company calls it. Like, on paper, he shouldn't be losing either. It's like, well, you, you've you sort of put yourself in an even bigger corner here. Yep. But at the end of the day, as Triple H would say, it's just developmental, so a uh, big whoop. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the line that really popped me was Sean saying that he's had money's, uh, trucks of money backed up to his door. <laughs> Saudi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, a Saudi boy. Teddy boy! <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more we could go into there. We'll change the lyrics and uh, no. Um, did you catch anything else of note from Roadblock? Was there anything else of note? Um, Gigi and JC had a match. Oh, on fucking TV? Yep. Uh. Oh, don't worry. This week's got, uh, who is it? Apollo Crews and Davicato. 
on yeah. TV. Oh, Jesus. Um, I did see clips from what happened after the main event women's title match. Yeah, you know, fine title match, and then Mako wants to present the belt to Roxanne, and she does, and then Roxanne collapses. And if you're watching the referees and you know what you're looking for, no X thrown up. Camera yeah. stays on it the entire time. Yeah. yeah. This is a work. Have you seen um what Sean tweeted this morning or overnight? No, but is it a reference to when he did the exact same fucking angle with Owen Hart in the 90s? Hang on. I'll see if I can find it. Sean. Because the... This whole Roxanne Mako Satamora thing is an exact replica of an angle they did with Sean in like 95, 96, where Sean had like a match with Owen Hart and Owen Hart like hit him with an enziguri and then after the match, Sean collapsed. Yeah, Sean probably had it coming. Yeah, but it's like, all right, we're just digging into all of Sean's favorite angles he did in his career. Yeah. Oh, actually, that's a good point. There is a lot of stuff that pops up of um his. Okay, here's the uh, account. Anyway, there's a lot of stuff that he pops up that if you notice, it um calls back to his past matches. So, nepotism, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, so from Shawn Michaels, what happened last, uh, where are we, three hours ago? As of Friday morning, Roxanne Perez was discharged from the hospital. However, after numerous tests, Roxanne's health is still in question. With Stan and liver less than three weeks away, I am. I have the obligation to announce we possibly have to crown a new NXT Women's Champion. Starting tonight, there will be a series of qualifying matches with the winners advancing to stand delivered to compete to become the NXT Women's Champion in a ladder match. What happened to a 30-day no-compete clause? Like, a not no-compete, um, title has to be defended at least in 30 days. Yeah, um, I, I don't know what's going on here. Like, it's obviously a work, but... Why would they take the belt off her? Yeah, I, I have no idea. I'm not a uh, fan unless, of... Unless she's getting called up and they just don't want her to lose. Well, that would also scream Sean, wouldn't it? Don't do a job on your way out. Yeah, I mean, it's a Sean angle, which is leading to another thing that Sean is famous for, vacating a title um, which Sean did a lot in the 90s and what else is it leading to? It's leading to a ladder match, another thing Sean is famous for yeah uh, yeah so this is just the Sean's greatest hits division yeah I I'm not a fan of it personally no I, I think it's stupid to do this and if there is anything serious that does happen to somebody, fans are then going to be like, oh, no, it's just part of the storyline now going forward. Well, here's my problem with NXT at the moment. Yeah. Um, 
the booker himself, Sean, overshadows the entire brand. No, you don't say. <laughs> and, like, almost every fucking episode that I've watched, like, there's multiple references to him, not just, like, on commentary or stuff like that. Like, someone will come out with maybe some fucking Shawn Michaels-inspired cosplay. Can't remember who did it at the last pay-per-view, but someone was wearing, like, Shawn Michaels' knee pads at the last pay-per-view that they did. Um, yeah. S- someone will do a Shawn Michaels spot. Like, it would make sense if it was in the Grayson Waller feud or whatever, but it wasn't even him. Like, other people, like, Wesley will do it. Fucking, yeah, all throughout the show, there'll be different references to Shawn Michaels. It's like Shawn Michaels is this overarching sort of presence in NXT when, like, this whole show puts over Shawn Michaels more than anything else. That's the that's the point. Like, in their mind, Grayson's supposed to be a heel. He's actually talking reason. He is a face. <laughs> and this is objectively by taking the Aussie and the fact that Grayson is incredibly talented aside, he's making a lot of good points. Um, so, like, if this was the 90s, this is essentially Vincent Austin. But, but somehow they've decided that Vince is the face and Austin is the heel because Austin won't suck up to the boss like everyone else. Yeah, and instead of Austin getting his hands on McMahon, he's got to fight, like, Midian from the corporate ministry. Yeah, I, I mean, let's give Johnny Gargano a little more credit than Midian. Okay. How about yeah. Boss Man? I would say Headbanger Thrasher. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no uh, yeah, Boss Man from the ministry makes more sense. Um, yeah, but... But to be fair, they already have the boss man in NXT, and that's Dijak, whose whole gimmick is that he is the big boss man now. <laughs> Fuck also it. True. Yeah, he literally looks like the big boss man. He talks about justice and serving justice, has a fucking jailhouse match. Like, what the Didn't fuck? Did he lose? And lost. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like the whole point in having a signature gimmick match is you got to win a couple of them at first. Like, Undertaker didn't lose the first casket match. Makes it all the more important. (laughs) He does um, lose that match. Yeah. Um, Like, Mankind won all the, like, most of the Boiler Room brawls. Um, Yeah, I'm just trying to think of other signature gimmick matches. Uh, Kane did lose the first Inferno match, but. Great Carly in his Punjabi prison. I don't. He wasn't even in the fucking match for the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking. Those goddamn elevated liver enzymes. Oh, man. Hall of Fame of the Great Carly. Um, Yeah, stand deliver card. You've got Gargano and Waller confirmed and. Breaker and Hayes confirmed. I mean, it's fine. 
What about uh, as we look over this uh, WWE Hollywood WrestleMania? Yeah, Have man. A chat about that. Um, I think this is gonna be a fucking fantastic WrestleMania. <laughs> I think this is gonna be top tier, like. Like, looking at the card, this has the possibility to be, like, a top five WrestleMania on paper. Yeah. And yeah. I'm I'm mainly, like, looking at the card and thinking of the potential, like, quote-unquote WrestleMania moments that can come out of this. Hmm. I, I don't give a fuck about match quality. That's never my thing. I'm talking about the moments, and the moments here could be fucking huge. So, confirmed for night one, we see Seth freaking Rollins take on Logan Paul in a singles match. So, that should be... Guaranteed banger. Just guaranteed banger. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. And for night two, confirmed... Um, We'll see Roman Reigns, the undisputed WWE Universal Champion, with uh, his special counsel Paul Heyman ringside, taking on Cody Rhodes, the Royal Rumble winner. Well, that's a match that's got a guaranteed huge WrestleMania moment. Hmm. Do you but, think they leave yeah. the toll on Roman to extend the reigns? I don't know, man. I'm still waiting for Paul Heyman to come out and say, like, the Royal Rumble winner gets to choose their opponent for WrestleMania out of the two champions normally. But because there's two belts on the one man, you have to choose which belt you want. I'm waiting for that. Yeah, that's also a good point. I haven't done that. And I'm waiting for Cody to say, well, I want the WWE title. And then Roman loses to Cody. And Keeps his long-ass universal title reign. Yeah. But then you get to a point where it's like, well, then who the fuck's beating Roman for the universal title? So mm -hmm. you might as well just give Cody all the belts. Uh, so at the moment, Bob, what's... Roman's almost on day of thousand, isn't he, in terms of universal champion? Yeah, he won't make it to a thousand if he loses the mania. Okay, so he'll be. Let's um, say cumulative days. Let's go up here. I'm just having a quick look at um the other title, the WWF title that dates back to the '60s in terms of single reigns. Yes. So he'd be one, two, three, four. Fifth, he'd be the fifth longest world champion in the country and the company. Yeah. Um, 1,027 days, Pedro Morales. And then above him is Bruno, Hulk, Buckland, and then Bruno. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy reigns. Um, yeah, I, I think Cody walks out with both titles and then they split it from there. Yeah. I mean, I. I really do want them to split the belts up again because 
the idea of having one belt on some person that has a long ass title reign, and then you have another belt that's sort of shuffled around a bit, and then you swap over. That that creates for better storytelling instead of both belts just being held by the same person for ages. I mean, like, you take the Universal title reign out of consideration, Roman Reigns heading into WrestleMania Night 2 will have held the WWE title for a year. Also true. Yeah. Like, fucking long, man. Yeah, but he's he's done a fair bit during that time. Uh, hey, so, quick question. Do you yeah. remember who Roman beat for the Universal title? Yeah, it was Minnesota's own Bork Laser. Oh, wait, no, Universal? But, yeah. Because um, we're talking Thunderdome here. Uh, so I'm thinking it's either Bray or Braun. Well, he beat both of them. <laughs> In the one match? In the one match, and it was... Braun was the champ, I believe. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because Bray lost it to Goldberg at Saudi before the pandemic, just before the pandemic. And then Braun beat Goldberg at WrestleMania for the Universal title, which is so fucking weird. Like, who even remembers that? Then Braun lost it to... Then Braun started that feud with Bray, which we all love. It gave you the swamp fight. It gave us that amazing swamp fight that we all loved, where the where Bray Wyatt seemingly got eaten by an alligator, but then jump came out of the water as the fiend. <laughs> Fucking hell. Man, cinematic matches, they were fantastic at the time, but in hindsight, fuck me. Like, I just never want to see one ever again. Yeah. Uh, quick side note before I go for the rest of these announced matches. Um, so it's reported that uh, Alexa Bliss has taken a, a um, hiatus from WWE for a while. And it's so, reported that Bray Wyatt's done the same thing. So uh, Alexa Bliss has that confrontation live video with Uncle Howdy after a rumble match and uh, Bray's setting up for a match with Bobby Lashley and then he's gone and um, okay two less people for Mania season I mean the the worst part about it is that Bobby's probably not going to have a match at Mania who's Braun paired with Uh, he's in a tag team with Ricochet for some reason Oh, yeah, because he doesn't like flippy dudes, but he likes Ricochet now. Yeah, um, and we've seen Braun versus Bobby a fair bit a few years ago. I don't ever want to see it again. Um, who was currently doing nothing for Mania? Uh, R-Truth. <laughs> That's true. I saw, actually, the other day he released a new song. Is it good? <laughs> I, I didn't listen to it because I saw the... Um, tweet on Twitter while I was in bed and Eliza was sleeping next to me so I had the sound down but I'm sure it's good um, ooh. Uh, Robert Rude oh he's gotten <laughs> he's injured 
Uh, let's be serious. Serious suggestions here. Mustafa Ali. Uh, the Miz. Uh, you can take the Miz off hosting duty. Oh, no. We don't want to say Miz versus Lashley again. Jesus. Do you just shove Bobby into the match with Brock and Omos? Or do you do a thing where fucking Omos comes out to... Uh, Brock Lesnar comes out on Raw and then he's like, Omos, come out here, blah, blah, blah. I'm a cowboy. And they cut backstage and Omos is just laid out. And then Bobby comes out and says, nah, you're facing me instead. And then everyone is happy. Sure, why not? Yeah, you just do a thing where Omos just gets murdered backstage by Bobby. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, coincidence? Perhaps. Did Alexa leave the last time Bray came back for a bit? Yes. Is this connected? Probably not. It's probably just a coincidence. But I've also seen <laughs> interviews with Alexa about how she put... She was the one pushing for her to be paid with, uh, paired with Bray. Okay. Like, where she wanted to do that whole thing. So, but that was the first Bray and Alexa run. Who knows? Maybe she didn't want to go back to it. But, yeah. So, I, I don't know, man. Um, it is amazing that, like, after all these months, and now Bray's gone MIA due to quote unquote physical reasons or physical issues. Yeah. Um, now that he's gone MIA and he returned, what, fucking October? October? Yeah, October. Six months. It's been six months. How many matches has he had on TV? On TV. Well, on TV, none, but on pay-per-view? One. Yeah, six months, one match, bye. <laughs> and it sort of gets to the bit where it's like, well, they should have just fucking hurried up and got to the point of whatever the fuck that gimmick was. Uh, where the f- matches? Oh, that's... <laughs> He had a couple of house show matches, I'm pretty sure, but... Yeah, other than the Rumble, he's done a dark match at SmackDown in February, a house show, a house show, a dark match at SmackDown on the 10th of February, dark match on the 17th of February at SmackDown, a house show and a house show. His last house show was the 26th of February. All these been... He's wrestled two people. No, he's wrestled one person. No, no, two. Because he had the other matches in 2022. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Since he's come back, I mean. He's wrestled two different people. Jinder Mahal. (laughs) Is it in this year? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm actually fine with him doing that in NXT. I mean, why not? It's just fucking weird every time they're like, yeah, former WWE champion, now member of NXT. (laughs) It's like, what fucking other former WWE champion has been put back down into NXT before? 
Um, I said WWE champion, don't say Universal. CM Punk? Like, that was for a one-off. <laughs> um, and that technically wasn't even televised, the match that he had. Because um, it's in it's in the hidden hidden gem section on the WWE Network or Binge or whatever, but it's Seth Rollins and Sam Punk versus Cesaro and and um, Cassius Ono, like the most ROH match ever. <laughs> so fucking good too. Um, what about Ted DiBiase Senior? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it depends if, if you're in the belief of his reign counted or not. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, technically his reign didn't count. But, yeah, no, like, Jinder Mahal is the only fucking WWE champion who've been put down to NXT full-time. The only thing close to that is Finn Balor, the former Universal Champion, getting put down the NXT. Also true. But, fuck, like, that wasn't like Finn Balor got put down to NXT and got put in the middle of the card with a nothing-happening tag team like Jinder Mahal. That was Finn Balor got put into NXT and became a main eventer and drastically changed his persona. True. Yeah. Uh, he became the prime. <laughs> huh? He became the prime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your favorite. Yeah. So, what else is happening on Mania? <laughs> <laughs> uh, announced matches with a not to be uh, confirmed. See, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bianca Belair versus. Huh? Uh, Charlotte versus Rhea will. More than likely happen night one. Okay. I'll get all your nights for this then. Uh, Bianca, the champ versus Asuka for the Raw women's title. Night two, probably. Okay. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Omos with MVP in Omos's corner. Mm, not sure yet. Uh, come on. Um, night two. Okay. Night two for that one. Gunfa, the Intercontinental Champion, will verse either Sheamus or Drew McIntyre, who will have a match on SmackDown this week. I can see that opening the entire two nights. First match, night one. Yeah, that'd be a good good, uh, way of setting the table there. Uh, Austin Theory versus John Cena for the US title. Um, I can see that being... Actually, uh, Brock and Omos night one, this night two. You can't have them both on the same night. But, yeah, you might want to build anticipation for a night or so for Cena's match. Yep. Uh, Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch versus Damage Control, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and AO Sky in a six-woman tag team match. I feel like you need to really stack night one because it doesn't have Roman. So, yeah, I think that might be night one, too. Okay, and then uh, closing out of the announced matches, sees Edge versus Finn Balor in a Hell in a Cell match. 
I could see that opening night too. I could yeah. see them opening with the Hell in a Cell because of the time it takes to put up and put down the structure and all that sort of shit. So, yeah, but yeah. they do have those ten minute ad breaks in Peacock now. Remember? That's true. That's true. But yeah, I can just. There's a possibility that could open both nights. <laughs> like, um, open night one. Open the entire fucking two nights of Mania with the Hell in a Cell match. I could see it happening. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, as we noted, the Bray Wyatt-Bobby Lashley match seems to be off. Uh, Ray, Ray versus Dominic. The, the challenge has been laid down now. Ray just hasn't accepted yet. And then the other one that we sort of think is rumoured would be the Usos against Sammy and Kevin. Do you think that's still going ahead? Yeah. Yeah, 100% that's going ahead now. I still think that has to main event night one. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. It has to main event. Yeah. I mean, it's main eventing Raw every week, that feud. So you might as well main event it at WrestleMania, and this is the one fucking chance where you've got a tag team title feud that has so much heat and so much emotion and fan reaction behind it that you can actually main event a WrestleMania night with the tag titles. Uh, You'll never get as close to having the opportunity to do this again, honestly. Like, this is the one time in WWE history where the tag belts will mean this much. When was the last time the tag titles even headlined a pay-per-view? Fuck Defano. That's why I was just trying to think off the top of my head. I wouldn't know. Um, all right. Oh, yeah, have a look. Yeah, I'm checking the fact machine. Oh, boy. Um, As Alex uh, has a quick look. Alright, so I I found a list of 10 tag team feuds that headlined a pay-per-view, but I can't find... Oh, no, that's... That's fucking... Got AEW shit in it. <laughs> um, like, there had to have been like an in your house in the 90s, I reckon. Yeah. Um, two dudes with attitudes versus Yokozuna and Davy Boy Smith in your house three. There you go. That's like 95. Wow. Um, Uh, let me keep scrolling here. Uh, the Actually, yeah, here you go. A winner-take-all match. The Brothers of Destruction versus the two-man power oh, trip. No. Backlash 2001. Not the two-man power trip. Isn't Triple H IC champ and Austin's world champ? Uh, I think so. Um yeah, Triple H is IC, Austin's World, and Brothers of Destruction are um, tag. 
Let me just quick. It doesn't say if this was for a title because the list I found was ten times or seven times a um, pay per view was main evented by tag teams in WWE. So I just need to check that this was for the belts and it wasn't. Don't worry. Oh, it was uh, legacy versus um, legacy versus uh, DX in Hell in a Cell. Um, number one, DX versus Jericho at TLC 2008. That's probably the last time the tag belts main evented. 2008. So, would say off the top of my head, around 15 years. Yes. Two thousand eight. What pay per view? Ah, uh, that is wrong. Um, it says two thousand and eight here on the list, but that was two thousand and nine. I swear. Yeah, G- DX yeah. versus Jericho TLC two thousand and nine. Because that yeah. was actually um, the second pay per view I ever watched with Warwick. <laughs> what was the first one? Survivor Series two thousand and nine. The pay-per-view before that. Oh, okay. Um, the pay-per-view that had um, The Undertaker in a triple threat match against Jericho, Big Show and Jericho, and then that was for the world title, and then the WWE title was John Cena versus Triple H versus Shawn Michaels. So, like, both titles were world champion against tag teams. <laughs> and... And the fucking John Cena-DX match started with, like, oh, how's John Cena going to be able to overcome DX? And bell rings and Sean immediately switch in music's Triple H out of the ring. (laughs) And it's just the fucking best. It's so good. I'm just having a quick look through here. I'm up to 2014, so the network era. Um, And so far, it's still either a gimmick match or a... um, WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, yeah, it, it's hard to think that it's been that long since the tag titles got to main event a night of a of a um, pay per view. Yeah, I mean, there's been tag team pay per view main events, but just not for the tag titles. Do you remember the main event of? Based in the East. It wasn't Kofi and Brock, was it? No. <laughs> um, and it wasn't the NXT title either. Yeah, no, that's the only two matches I remember from that show. <laughs> okay. So uh, Brock and Kofi go 8-16. Finn and Kevin for the NXT title go 19-25. A tag match of... Dolph Ziggler and John Cena defeat Kane and King Barrett in 24 minutes. What the flying fuck? (laughs) Oh, fuck me. Um, Yeah, that's unreal. I mean, has AEW? No, they haven't made a band of show. I know they have under their Ring of Honor since they purchased it. I mean, they've had, like... It depends, like, what you consider as a pay-per-view, but there has been quote-unquote pay-per-views that have been headlined by a tag match. 
but that was a long ass time ago. Mm. And uh, that was the Rhodes Brothers versus the Young Bucks at Fight for the Fallen or Fighter Fest. One of those two. When oh, during that, the first year? Yeah, during the first year when that was still technically a pay per view on Fight because TV hadn't even started yet for Dynamite. Uh, yeah, I'm up to. Jeez, yeah, there is no. Like, there are tag teams that have taken part in matches like the Survivor Series or the um, War Games. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that one you mentioned in 09 seems to be the last one. Yeah, the, the tag titles. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, at one point, like, the ladder breaks. So Jericho tries to climb Big Show to get the belts. Oh, ever the ideas, man. <laughs> It didn't work well. Oh. But yeah. Yeah, classic shit. Um, yeah. But I suppose that, uh, that was the same pay-per-view that John Cena lost the belt to Sheamus by accidentally falling through a table. <laughs> yeah, everyone forgets about that accidental table break, but always remembers the big show's one. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good <laughs> one, though. For his facial expression. Yeah, it's like, uh-oh, I did a poopy. <laughs> I, uh, Big Show did a poopy. Um, yeah, but that one's a good one because Cody won. Cody! Adrenaline, insult, something, something, Cody Rhodes. Speaking about Cody, should we touch on a AEW from the past week? Mainly Dynamite because no one watches Rampage. Yeah, let's do that. Um, so they're going to be in uh, Winnipeg this week. That should be interesting. Uh, first Canadian appearance of the Bucks and Kenny. Uh, Jericho in his hometown. Kenny in his hometown. As well. Uh, Don um, Callis in his hometown. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Cassie defends the All-Atlantic Championship against Jay Lethal later on the in the night, Tony makes a big announcement that the All-Atlantic title will be renamed the AEW International title. Yep. Um, I've asked this question to a couple of people. What is the difference between a world title and an international title? Um, asked WCW in the 90s, I guess. But to <laughs> me, to me, it's sort of the same thing. I mean, the technical answer that I've been given, and I thought it was a fair shout, is international covers the nations, it doesn't cover the oceans. <laughs> so, so technically the world covers everything. International only covers the countries. Uh, they have to go to the UN, try yeah. to find try to find where, like, somebody like Dan Housen hails from, see if it's got a place at the UN, and then go, oh, no, it doesn't. I guess you can't challenge for this title. They, they need to do a thing where Orange Cassidy challenges, uh, defends his international title on the ocean for, like, the rock and wrestling rager at sea or something, and he loses the belt, and then he goes, technically, my belt doesn't cover this part of the world because we're <laughs> on the oceans. So I'll have my belt back, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Stark's getting distracted. 
did you think this was a uh, Jay White? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we actually brought up on the rap last week. Oh, remember the Juice Robinson signed with AEW? <laughs> I know. Yeah, we brought That's... it up just last week. The episode dropped the day before this episode of Dynamite came out. So, yeah, fuck it. Sorry for ruining the surprise, everyone. Confirmed that Tony Khan listens, perhaps. Yes. Remember, uh, <laughs> TK, while you're listening, please sign Sid to be the manager for um, Big Bill Morrissey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it seems we're going to go to um, Starks and Juice, which I mean is good because it's sort of a, a step up for Starks, and it's good because Juice is actually doing something. Yeah. Uh, what else of note happened? Uh, Jay Cargill's issued an open challenge for the TBS title in Canada. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Who answers that? I would... Who's Canadian? Chelsea Green. Tyre Valkyrie? <laughs> Tyre yes. Valkyrie's Canadian, isn't she? Yes. Um, the agent. Yeah, shit. Um, another, I, I don't know if she even wrestles anymore, but and I know she's in Impact, like in a backstage role slash authority figure role. But are you gonna say who I think you are? Gail Kim. Yes. Like that would be a fucking like I would lose my shit for that. Fuck, that'd be great. And that would be, like, someone that Jade destroys. She's just there for the one night. She destroys her, and it's, like, a, a severe resume builder for Jade. It's like, yeah, I beat a lot of scrubs lately, but fuck me, I beat Gail Kim. And yeah. without Gail Kim, the women's revolution never even makes it to New York. She can... Add to that, I bet the Hall of Fame at Gal Kim because she's in the TNA Hall of Fame. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, because, like, if they are going to bring in Tyre Valkyrie, I don't want her to lose her first match. I hate that shit. <laughs> so, so, yeah, bring in a fucking legend, Gal Kim. Fuck yeah. It, it'll probably just be some nobody, and we've just completely overthought this. Like we but, did with uh, Mercedes being the mystery partner. For, oh, my uh, God. I swear to God, she was going to be the mystery partner. And they they fucking said, like, oh, my, I hope you're, um, oh, what did Brit say? Something about, like, oh, your tag partner's probably going to be money. <laughs> and I'm sure your tag partner thinks that they're a boss. Yeah, like, that was it. Something like that. Yeah, it was something like that, and she did, like, the Sasha Banks hand thing when she said it. Like, they were clearly teasing it. And in the past, we know that TK doesn't tease shit he doesn't deliver on. So... Do you think the plan was for her to come in and then they changed plans in America the night of the New Japan pay-per-view and said, no, we're putting the belt on Mercedes, and then because she got the belt, she can't do much else at the moment? Who knows? Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, yeah, I, I, do, 
I think realistically, whatever happens at um, with Jade probably isn't going to turn too many heads. It's probably just going to be like, here's local girl A. Yay. Um, Danielson cutting a very impassioned promo saying that he um, he was thinking about his children and that's why he tapped out. Yes. Um, while we're on the topic of Danielson, let's talk about another thing. Um, Remote! Yes. <laughs> let's actually talk about him. Yes. Uh, did you see that they've announced... Oh, I'm just trying to pull up the tweet. Uh, I'm Nikki and Bree Garcia. Yes. They've dropped the Bella name and they... Hi, I'm Nikki Garcia. Hi, I'm Brie Garcia, and we're the Garcia twins. Welcome to our next chapter, which is very interesting because I, I don't know if you saw the photos, but they were both backstage at Revolution. Ooh, really? Yeah, there was photos taken of um both of them backstage at Revolution with Soraya and Renee. Um, well, they're close with both of those because they used to hang out all the time on uh, uh, Total Bella's Total Divas. Well, when they're done, well, AEW's been desperately looking for a replacement for Roads to the Top. So, I'm suggesting Tony's Divas. Tony's Divas. Oh, their signature belt's still on WWE shop, but it's still full price. Mm, yeah. One, you know my birthday's coming up soon. <laughs> Only $1,111. All the ones. Plus, plus post. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be opposed. I, I'm not sure this... I know that um, Nikki has had her injury problems in the past, so I'm not sure if she actually can wrestle. Yeah, but if they brought in the quote-unquote Garcia twins for like a one pay-per-view deal, and they do the Garcia twins versus Britt and Jamie, perfect. Oh, yeah, that's good. As as long as the Garcia twins don't win, <laughs> just say it. Win and then they go home. Yeah, yeah. Um. Speaking of uh, bringing in people for one-off matches and disappearing, whatever did happen to Shaquille O'Neal after he disappeared from inside that ambulance? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess he heard that uh, Paul White was coming and decided not to return. Yeah. Fucking unreal. They could have done Shaq versus Big Show. It never happened. Ah. Um. Not that it would have been good. Uh, what else is happening on Dynamite? Um, tomorrow tomorrow on Dynamite, as we record this, yeah. uh, we're, we're having MJF's Rebar Mitzvah. Which should be great. Yes. Have you seen the photos that came out of MJF's actual Bar Mitzvah in 2009? Hang on. MJF. I can, I can send the photos to you right now. 
on Messenger. There you go. Okay. These ones. I you're not screen sharing. I'm I not? Can, no, all I can say is WrestleMania. Oh, hang on. Um Yes, that's the ones. Um so if you, Maximania. And if you notice there, the WWE logo is upside down to form an M. Yeah. That's 2009. He invented the Miz's logo before the Miz got to do, got to do it. <laughs> when did the Miz do it first? Uh, the first time he did it was when he won the um, WWE title and put the spinner on it upside down, and that was late 2010. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all this stuff. So <laughs> now there's like a photo where it's like some tickets or something. Um, if you go across. It's crazy to think that right in the middle there, there's like these tickets and it's like, oh, Mad Max versus Batista and Mad Max versus John Cena. But Mad Max versus Chris Jericho actually happened. <laughs> that's that's unreal to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see, what else is here? Uh, Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan, Randy yeah. Orton, Splash, uh, The Rock, over here, Cena, Flair, that Batista, Batista Taker, Taker, yeah, 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 pretty cool. <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> look at him; he's a player. Uh, oh well, he's having fun. Oh man. Oh, he, he's the best. Um, one thing I can say about last week's uh, Dynamite. Moxley, stay the fuck off TV for a week, mate. Yeah, right. D um, What's his name? Hangman's selling this match more than you. And Hangman won. Yep. I, I get it. Mox carried the company when he should have gone on vacation. Yeah, Dude, just... Go on a two-week vacation now with your wife and kid. Exactly. That's the type of match stipulation where you should be taking time off. Or if you want to be on TV still, put fucking Claudio and Uter in there and you stand on the outside. Yep. Uh, little nitpicky things, but yeah. Other than that, Dynamite's chugging along good. Since the pay-per-view, they've done really well, I thought. Yeah. Uh, so what we got coming up, we've got the AEW International Championship of Orange Cassidy defending against Jeff Jarrett, uh, MJF's Reba celebration, and the world title, uh, trios title match that will see House of Black taking on the Elite and the JAS, which will be Jericho, Garcia, and Guevara. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the main event on Dynamite? The TNT Championship falls count anywhere match of Wardlow, who had his car broken into, versus Powerhouse Hobbs? Um, 
the right call to put the belt on Hobbs. Yeah. Honestly, um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, Wardlow's been fucked over again. But honestly, Wardlow, Wardlow was nothing already coming into this match. Hobbs has a bit of momentum behind him, so you might as well go with it. Yeah. Um, why did the belt change hands like that? Change hands in a in a false count anyway match, or change hands because QT Marshall got involved. No, change hands like he got counted to ten in a false count anyway match. Huh, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, I was just really confused about that part. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think. AEW's done that before in their falls count anywhere, have they? No. It, it was basically like what they do for like a last man standing match or a Texas death. Yeah. But I don't know. Why didn't they just call it a Texas death match? I know that they just did one a few days earlier and it was nuts. So they probably didn't want to set the same expectations, but I, I just didn't get why it was a 10 count. Um, QT getting involved? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'll give yeah. it a chance for a minute. Um, if, if the segment they're doing tomorrow called QTV sucks, I'm out. What was the old one on a WWF Raw during the GTV? <laughs> Who was behind that? Well, you never technically <laughs> found <laughs> out. Ah, trick question. Almost got you. <laughs> was it <laughs> Hornswoggle? Huh? It was Hornswoggle all along, I swear. That's what? the no, but that's the answer to everything. It's like, oh, what's this big overarching mystery? Ah, fuck it, it's Hornswoggle. Mm. <laughs> like the anonymous GM. Oh, uh, that should have been Shane. That would have mm. been a good bring Shane back. Yeah, yeah, true. true. Um, yeah, wasn't it supposed to be Gene Oakland? Uh, there was rumours of that, and it was also rumoured to be Goldust, and it was also rumoured to have been Tom Green, of all things. Tom Green? What, the actor? Yes. <laughs> okay, sure, why not? Yeah, but the big rumour was it was going to be Goldust. Yeah, that makes sense with the whole Hollywood vignettes and everything he used to do at the time. Yeah. Uh, did you hear about the latest... Uh, I guess roadblock stopping fight forever from uh, being released. Yes, it's a roadblock, but let's hope it's not the end of the line. Um. <laughs> that that that's so bad. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes, I did hear about this. Um, GCW, you're a bunch of pricks. <laughs> I, uh, Surely they got to know their fan base is like a bunch of people that just like wrestling and play video games. So like going out and publicly doing this might actually ostracize your company from a few of your fan base. This seems very much like what MLW is doing with WWE. And after a while, I just gave up yeah. on whatever lawsuits MLW is going through with WWE. But, uh, yeah, whatever. You, like, you know what Tony Khan should do? Fuck it. You guys will pay you out 
and we'll put some of your wrestlers in there and we'll throw in a JCW arena and you can wrestle as Nick Gage in this game. <laughs> That's what I was going to suggest. Should they just come to some agreement where they bring in a bunch of the GCW guys as, like, downloadable content. Oh, that'd be so sick. Yeah. Down, DLC pack, Nick Gage, Matt Cardona, Effie, and Ali Catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's it. That's money. Added Joe Janela in there as well. And a, um, and a Josh Barnett for your blood sport. Like, <laughs> who knows if Joey Janela might, he might actually still be in this game. <laughs> because Co- Cody is. Oh, uh, yeah. It's been, yeah, it's been the works forever. It keeps getting it rumored announced dates and then pushed back. I, I really want to know, like, which active AEW wrestlers are in this still. Like, is there a chance Marco Stunt is in this game still? Will this be like WWE 2K22, where at one point you had enough to split your entire game roster into a Raw, which was WWE still? And a SmackDown, which was non-WWE people. Yeah. You could uh, do that. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like, because this game's been in the works so long, like, like how updated, like, people's attires and gimmicks will be. Also true. Like, like am I going to select Wardlow and he comes out as a member of the Pinnacle? Remember the pinnacle? Yeah, or like, I I don't know who else has had gimmick changes. Like, if Miro's in this game, is he going to have bleach blonde hair and they're going to talk about how he's the best man? Will there still be a Team Taz? <laughs> yeah, will there still be a Team Taz? Like, yeah, shit like that. Um, how many members of Dark Order will there be? Yeah. Yeah, um, I suppose that's another thing, like, yes, we're joking a little bit tongue-in-cheek about the GCW thing, even though I think we both would like it. Now they have have Ring of Honor, do you think uh, going forward, once this first game's released and all the bugs are sort of worked out, and then each year you're just more or less updating the roster, do you think they incorporate Ring of Honor into this game as well going forward? I think there would be a lot of money left on the table if they don't do like a ROH throwback DLC pack. <gasps> oh, that is a good call. Hang on. I'm going to bring up the the roster and we'll so, see who's so on. Off, off, the top of my, off the top of my head, it, like there, it would have to be like a noticeable difference though. Like, not like, oh, let's get, like, if you get a, you get uh, Adam Cole's ROH look, like, that's not really that much of a difference. But Punk's in the game. Danielson's in the game. Joe. Claudio. Yes. <laughs> yep. I don't, I don't know if Claudio and Joe are actually in the game, but I know Punk and Danielson are. Um. So, like, you do Joe Claudio, Punk, Danielson, like, ROH gear. Like, especially if it's, like, Punk in the board shorts and shit with the bleach blonde hair or something like that. 
I mean, technically, he wore that outfit on AEW, so there shouldn't be any issues with him using that version. Who else do they have? The Kingdom. The Kingdom. I mean, I guess they're still sort of Ring of Honor bound because of yeah. the lack of TV time. Matt um, Hardy. I'm just trying that. Yeah, you could do that. Um, Crosting. Here's a f- fucking idea for him. Jerry yeah. Lynn. Jerry Lynn. Jerry Lynn is a DLC. Like some of their backstage guys, like an Arn Anderson DLC, a Dane Malenko DLC, a Jerry Lynn DLC. Okay, hang on. Arn? Don, uh, probably not Don Callis. Uh, Jake no, Yeah. Don Callis has to be a, like... At least selectable as a manager or some shit. Uh, So what'd I say? Jake the Snake? That's an interesting one. I think Jake has like his own sort of deal going on because there are still WWE Legends Jake the Snake figures coming out. Like they still release Jake the Snake figures for the WWE Legends line. So it'll be Uh interesting. So I wonder if like, yeah, he's got some merchandise agreement with wwe still yeah you said jerry lynn so um dean malenko yeah dean malenko would be a good one bj wetmer taz oh fuck paul white mark henry i would assume paul white is in the game excalibur yeah why not um, I would fucking kill for an old school Taz in this. Oh my god, be so sick! Like Owen Hart's in the game, we know that. Is he? Yeah. Oh. Um. I wonder. I wonder, like, how updated the roster is for the game, like. Because will it be updated enough to have Jeff Jarrett in it? And will it be updated enough to do alternate attires for Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart for when they were tag champs together? Ooh. (laughs) That's also a good call. Um, Um, Yeah. I don't know. I'm interested to see when this happens because it's been talked about for three years. Just hurry up and get there for fuck's sake. Yeah. Uh, last like little... at, at this point, like it'll, it'll be interesting to s- just say, like I want a fucking wrestling game where, like, remember, like on the Nintendo sixty four, like WrestleMania two thousand, No Mercy, all that sort of shit. Yeah. Every wrestler had four alternate attires. Yes. I want that in wrestling again, <laughs> where like. You can select, like, and at least one of those outfits would be, like, someone in their street clothes and shit, and then you got, like, two other, like, alternate wrestling attires. Because of how long this fucking game's been in production, that shouldn't be hard for them to have alternate attires on file. Because I doubt the Kenny Omega that gets released is the same-looking Kenny Omega attire-wise is when they first started making this game because he's had so many different, like, tights and all that sort of shit, even his hair colour and stuff. Yeah. 
So, and the same can be said with the Young Bucks, like multiple attires, all that sort of shit. I want that in wrestling again. Without having to go and create it all yourself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I hope there is something similar to a community creations for AEW's game. Because that is one of the best parts of the WWE games, is the community creations feature. There's usually one or two Aussies who contribute to that. You can get, like, the MCW Championship and the PWA Championship. Yeah, yeah, it's always good. Be interesting to see, like, what non-AEW stuff makes it into this AEW game. That's also a good point, because you look at the WWE community creations, and usually within the top uh, first three pages, there's a lot of AEW stuff or New Japan stuff. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like, even in this game, like, like say that there's a GM mode or some shit. Can you select to create a Ring of Honor brand and you have the Ring of Honor belts and shit like that? Surely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope so. If not, at least for Fight Forever 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Fight Forever. Fight Foreverist. <laughs> Fight Foreverist. That's it. The Everest is a horse race. <laughs> yeah, it sounds it's stupid. Also it's, a, it's also a mountain, so I hear. Yeah, but I mean, it's stupid <laughs> that it's an Australian horse race. It's not the Kosciuszko. <laughs> Anyhow. To be fair, the, the Kosciuszko. Actually, no, they could call it, oh, yeah, you're going to go check out the Kosi? <laughs> going to go check out the Kosi here tonight? Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> Why does Alex have a better bogan Australian accent than me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I technically lived in Rutherglen slightly longer than you, so I picked it up better. I was around him longer. No, oh, yeah, no, nah, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, nah, 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 yeah, nah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose uh, closing this off with a bit of Aussie stuff, and then we can touch on the... Uh announced indie cards for WrestleMania as we close things off this week. Yep, the dream match is happening. JXT versus Rove McManus in a trivia contest in Melbourne or some shit. Yeah, WrestleMania <laughs> 3. Yeah. Or yep. whatever this year's WrestleMania is. Okay, give me a sec. I'll pull it up because JXT was tweeting about it earlier. JXT. Because he's your boy, the J-Stick. Oh, here it is. Uh, April 2nd, WrestleBrainia at uh, the Catfish Bar in Fitzroy. There you get a bit of um, free publicity for Melbourne Comedy Festival. The former Nath- uh, manager to Nathan Jones, World Wrestling <laughs> All-Stars alumni, tapped out Ric Flair with a figure four, took a guitar shot from Jeff Jarrett, add losing to Team JXT at WrestleBrainia to Rose List. The front row, Nathan Jones. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, JXT. Good man. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say his uh, match was announced against Cardona. No, I wish. Yeah. But that's a good segue. Ooh. Yes. WSW happened this past week. Yeah, how'd that go for them? Uh, I didn't watch the shows on part. <laughs> Um, but 
So I should, I think they still get put up on um, yeah, Impact Plus afterwards. Oh, nice. Um, but we have a new w, WSW, almost a WCW, <laughs> uh, WSW champion, and it is Matt Cardona. Oh, no. What happened to Johnny Dan Under? Oh, this is what fucking pissed me off when I read about this. Okay. Johnny Down Under almost had the win, so I heard. Yeah. Uh, Brian Myers comes out, makes the save, but he gets uh, he gets stopped by someone. I can't remember who. I think it was Bandito. And then out comes Adrian Monero. <laughs> who costs Johnny down under the WSW title and aligns with Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. The fucking promoter. <laughs> Why? Like, I, I'm pretty sure I talked about how he was constantly putting himself over on the last WSW tour when I watched... I actually watched that on Fight, where he's putting himself over. He had a match, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you said he had a match where he was in there the longest. Yeah, and yeah, he won and shit like that, and now he's, like, putting himself in their main event feud. But yeah, sure. Um, other things to note. Um, the first night, Shazza McKenzie lost the WSW title, women's title, to Jordan Grace. Yeah, I think it might be uh, a trend of uh, Shazza as she's got a Renegades of Wrestling match soon against Aisha for their women's title. Yeah, Shazza looks to be going uh, stateside again. Yes, I saw that. Um, And then Jordan Grace on the last night of the tour lost the WSW women's title to Steph Delander. Yeah, Steph. Who ended up helping fucking Matt Cardona win in the main event of the last night? So, so Matt Cardona is aligned with Brian Myers, Steph Delander, and Adrian Monero. Oh boy! Um, oh. Also, what happened is there are new WSW tag champs. Okay, who's the new tag champs? It's oh, fuck me. Um, <laughs> What's the other dude's name? The Aussie dude. (laughs) Hang on, I have a look. Scroll down, you'll see it. This one? Yeah. Which basso was that? Uh, Matt. Right, okay, yeah. I always get the basso's names mixed up in my head. Um, Yeah, so it's Warbeard, Eric Rowan, and Matt Basso. I don't Um, hate it. Yeah, it's much better than fucking Flip Gordon, for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> Was he still tag champ? Yeah, they beat the flipping machines to win uh, it. Brian Cage? Yeah. Wait, did they pin Flip or did they pin Cage? Because they uh, won't pin one for Ring of Honor title. Yeah, um, I'm, I would take bets that they pinned Flip. Because uh, the second last night, uh, Brian Cage had a shot at Matt Cardona's title. So I would 
bet that they were protecting Brian Cage. Fair enough, then. Um, yeah, besides that, that's the most I heard out of that whole... Th- oh, actually, and then on the final night of the tour, apparently after the main event, a video came up and it was Sean Spears challenging Matt Cardona for the next tour in October. Ooh. Wait, they got a new title? Oh, Yeah. The WSW Australian Championship, which isn't held by an Australian, so get fucked. It's held by your boy. Yeah, fucking. United Empire's own. Manic. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. It's Manic. Come on. (laughs) Um, Yeah, TJP. Um, Yeah, I does my head in that they bring in a belt called the Australian title and don't let an Australian be the holder of it. Well, well it's uh, already on WWE 2K23. Somebody's made Matt Cardona's Australia. Oh, that, that's his Indiana yeah. Jones attire. Yeah. Because he's the indie god. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, it's good shit. Uh Matt Cardona put out this photo from um, his hotel room in Australia of all the fucking cash he made at the merch table and just all these different flavours of Tim Tams. Really? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, the fucking amount of cash he made was unreal. Oh, did you see his limited edition shirts he was bringing over? Yeah, I did see that. Did you, were you able to get one? Nah, nah, not nah. this time. Um, Jesus Christ, he tweets a lot, doesn't he? <laughs> it's all too much. Oh, yeah. this one. <laughs> Let's see, he's got the original, he's got the chili caramel, he's got, oh, the deluxe, decadent triple chalk. I'll be honest with you, like, even as an Aussie, I don't think I've eaten more than just the original and the double-coated one. Oh, you're missing out if you don't have the caramel. Uh, I've honestly just never been interested in trying any of the other flavours because the original's so fucking good. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, uh, maybe one of these days I will try another flavour. I can see three $100 notes for... Five. Yeah, that's a lot of cash. That's a lot of cash, and it's clearly like there's clearly more too that isn't didn't fit in the picture. Um, yeah, lucky yeah. bugger. Uh, Fucking hell. <laughs> speaking of uh, tours coming to Australia, New Japan Tamashi returns April 14th Adelaide, April 15th Sydney, April 16th Melbourne with. Goto. So I I did see the Facebook post for this and someone commented like uh when are we gonna find out about Wagga? Yeah. And someone replied with I was at a show on the weekend and I saw Robbie Eagles and asked him about it and Robbie Eagles said that's uh something will get announced after this April tour. Ooh. 
Yeah, so I guess they're going to get this thing out of the way first, and then then we get on to the road to Wagamania. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Could you imagine? Yeah. Uh, soon. Soon, Wagga. But um, I suppose last little thing to close off here, uh, as usual, post-wrestling has compiled a, a list here of the WrestleMania weekend. Uh and with uh, GCW being part of Fight Plus this year, it's cheaper than ever. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so as long as you have a Fight Plus subscription, you get almost everything included other than I think it's like four shows. Jesus. Uh, so Thursday sees a GCW show, Santino Brothers Wrestling California Love. That's on Fight Mark Hitchcock Memorial Super Show by the High Spots Network, so that's no longer going to be available through Fight. Yep. Um, we have uh, Bloodsport 9, which will be on Fight. Yep. We have, uh, let's see, where else was I? Da, 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 da. Uh, D... DT Goes Hollywood, which will be available on Fight as part of Fight Plus. Mm -hmm. You have Impact Wrestling and New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, Multiverse United Only the Strong Survive, which will be $24.99 USD on Fight. Nice. Uh, yeah, so that should be a pretty good show. I can have a quick look at that in a moment. And then to round out the first day, you have For the Culture on Fight. Kicking things off on Friday sees GCW's Jimmy Lloyd's Degeneration F on Fight Plus. Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling has a live in Los Angeles show for $20 US. GCW versus DDT will be part of Fight Plus. Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor will be $20 on Fight. Yep. Uh, then we see WWE... Friday Night Smackdown and the Hall of Fame, which will be on Foxtel for us Aussies. Yep. GCW's Joey Janela's Spring Break 7 will be on Fight Plus, and GCW Emo Night will also be on Fight Plus. Saturday starts with NXT Stand and Deliver, which will be on Foxtel, then GCW's Effie's Big Gay Brunch on Fight Plus, WrestleMania Night 1, on Foxtel, and closing out the night will be GCW's Gringo Loco, The World on Lucha 2. Uh, starting Sunday, we'll see GCW's Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame on Fight Plus, WrestleMania Night 2 on Foxtel, and then Monday sees the Raw After Mania on Foxtel. Quite a lot to look forward to there. Yeah, uh, I mean, WrestleMania weekend is long yeah and like there was that year that i practically watched everything and i think that was 2019 and mm -hmm. that was before we started the podcast and yeah well how much did i watch last year because i wrote it down however much i watched um I, i'm I watched now at the point where i I'm now at the point where I just don't have the time to do it anymore. Like, if I'm lucky, I'll find time for spring break and blood sport. That's yeah. the priority for me. But I watched uh, 61 hours last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 
yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's to get through. It is uh, good now that everything's on Fight Plus, which makes it cheaper. And um, that um, Impact New Japan show should be good. Mike Bailey versus Will Ospreay, Josh Alexander versus Kushida, Moose versus Jeff Cobb, Minoru Suzuki versus Kenta, X Division Championship match that sees Trey Miguel, the champ, defend against Frankie Kazarian, Rich Swan, Kevin Knight, Clark Connors, and Rocky Romero. Impact Tag Team Championship match that sees uh, Bullet Club America, Chris Bay, and Ace Austin versus TMDK versus Motor City Machine Guns versus Aussie Open. Uh, Impact Knockouts match that will see Mickey James, the champion, defend against Giselle Shaw, Diana Perazzo, and Mayu Yamashita. And also announced is Fred Rosser, Alex Coughlin, PCO, and Callahan versus Tom Lawler, Eddie Edwards, Joe Hendry, and J.R. Kratos. Yeah. I mean, that should be a really good show. Should be. Uh, the, the only downside is, like, I had a lot of fun watching the Mark Hitchcock Memorial Super Show last year. It's moved to high spots, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know how well, uh, how many fans will go out of their way to watch that this year on the um, broadcast. Was there any other um, shows you want to have a quick look at while I've got the match card up? Uh not in particular. Uh, I'm honestly like semi out of the loop on Mania weekend just because I know I'm not going to have the the time to be able to check it all out. So I'd rather just not know anything that's happening so I don't get disappointed on missing out on shit. What about uh, the Culture sees two cold Scorpio wrestle? Ah, uh, yeah. He's become a bit of a stalwart of for the culture now. Um which is good. I, I love Two Cold Scorpio. Um, yeah, Tony Khan should bring him in for one match. I suppose uh, as we close things out, um, does um, does Sting finish up this year I in so. AEW? I think so. Surely, right? Is his last match against Derby? Has to be. Has to be. Yeah, I yeah, think so. It, it needs to happen. Um, it needs to be Derby that takes Sting out. Yeah. Um, yeah, like we already know that Edge is retiring this year too. Oh. Um, or, or at the very least, I, I don't think he's actually retiring. I think... He's finishing with WWE this year. That's my theory. Whoa. <laughs> um, I, I reckon there is a possibility in 2024 we see Adam Copeland in AEW. What name would he go under? Because he's always been Edge since the 90s. Sexton Hardcastle. <laughs> Bring back his fucking indie name. Nah, just call him Adam Copeland. Fuck it. Just, just call him Edge Cage. He's the brother <laughs> of Christian. <laughs> Christian Cage and Catholic Cage. 
<laughs> Agnostic cage. Protestant cage. Yeah, Protestant cage. Atheist cage. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, I suppose that's uh, all for this week. Uh, where can the good humans find you and uh, what else you've been up to? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Fruities Alex. You can find us at WrestleOzStyle with an AUS on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, search us up on Facebook, Wrestling Oz Style. And you can find Chris at. at I'm Chris Thunder. You can go back and listen to the Wrestling Oz Style Archive for free. It's SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Or using the RSS feed, found the show notes below for your podcast choice, including Apple. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time. agnostic cage <laughs> despite all my rage i'm still just agnostic in the cage <laughs> oh, no. imagine um adam copeland shows up in impact with the edgeheads <laughs> oh you could do brian wise is now the boss and makes edge do all the jobs underneath him <laughs> he's, uh, he's the, the... Follow of the indie god. The more we talk about it, the more it makes absolutely no sense for Edge to go anywhere else and just retire in WWE. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, no, nah, it makes no sense. Nah, fuck that. Don't ruin <laughs> your legacy. I, I, I feel like there's such a high possibility Edge just completely ruins his legacy if he leaves WWE. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's a pay for then, money. Then he won't have someone that tells him, "Hey, the Judgment Day is a bad idea. Get out of it." <laughs> uh, yeah, true. Yeah. Oh well. Well, speaking about getting out of it, we're out of time. Bye.